you don't want to accept anything too quickly. You need like to test it and things like that. Holy f- What? Guess what? What? I wasn't recording. Oh. <laughs> oh I am such a f- piece of sh- All right. We'll have to start again. <laughs> Let's do it. Ghosts, UFOs, alien encounters, and all things paranormal. These are real stories from real people. This is Fear of the Unknown. Hey, how you going, Jaden? We're back here again. <laughs> yeah, it's recording. It's cool, recording. Cool, cool. Just we just wasted. It, yeah. We just wasted like 20, 25 minutes. Yeah, um, unfortunately, but I really uh, enjoyed it. So yeah, it'll live on in our hearts. <laughs> That's right. But let's just get straight to it. Like we, we were talking before. We, what did we cover? We basically covered. Uh, we covered a lot. So I think we started with childhood stories yeah. and uh, where I sit with like the general perspective of the supernatural yeah. and things like that. You, you like to sort of like have a scientific explanation. Otherwise, yeah, you yeah, that's right. to prefer yeah. to sit on the fence. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I'm studying, currently studying science at UWA, um, yeah. currently planning to become a science teacher. Yeah. Um, I tutor science for high school students part-time. Ever since I've been growing up as a child, I've been just always curious about science, the world, like understanding the world, all that sort of stuff. So this will be an interesting podcast because this will be an example where maybe you have to talk with someone who's just like definitely no to ghosts and things like that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So um, when it comes to ghosts, what is your theory? What is that? my theory? Um, so I think it's a bunch of things, but one one thing is the placebo effect where uh, the mind is a very powerful tool. Mm-hmm. When you are in a position where you really believe in something or yeah. you really believe that the current experience you're having is real and you can only explain it in one way, then your mind will basically make you see the things you need to see to believe in that. So mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people having experiences of ghosts had one experience where they might have had something that they couldn't explain, mm-hmm. right? Whether it's seeing something or feeling something, just feeling like a cold shiver, right? right. And not being able to explain it based on their current circumstances. And then that led them to sort of believe in ghosts. And now, so every experience that is anything remotely close to that reinforces that idea that okay. ghosts exist. Yeah. I think that based on that set of stimuli that you said, like a cold feeling or a bit of a like, ooh, or like, did the yep, TV yep, just yep. have a message for me just then? Yeah, I think that's totally fair enough. But we're talking about people who have actually seen, like as in groups of people, Ah. who have actually seen like and this is I'll, I'll give you an example so it's not yeah. just hearsay or just a, like yep, a yep. story you know um, Shelly yes we did the sleep paralysis project with her yeah yeah I remember that it was good, good fun working on that project yeah and um, I see her quite often we're, we're always hanging out awesome anyway she came on this podcast and she told me of a story where her and her mum out of nowhere were just in the kitchen talking there was absolutely no reason for them to feel afraid and Shelley's grandfather appeared in the lounge room, not four meters away. Wow. Standing there, both her and her mother. And, and they he, both saw it at the same time. They both saw it, and like her mum was like, the shirt. And he's wearing the same blue polo shirt that he would always Yeah, that he would like always wear. And right. they just stared, and they couldn't believe him. And she was like, she tried to give me an analysis of what she physically could see. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't kind of this ghostly, wispy, emotional thing about it, or scary. It was just like, it was him. But something quite wasn't right with the lighting. Yeah, yeah. 
And he wasn't even paying attention to them. He wasn't even interacting with them. He was like looking at a different part of the room and he went to walk and he just disappeared in the blink of an eye. Wow. <laughs> and um, another friend that I just, I haven't put up that podcast yet, but he was traveling from one part of New Zealand to visit his auntie. And these are like really tiny, tiny, small towns. And they came across a car crash mm-hmm. and the road was filled with debris. So they were asked to, to move to the side of the road while they cleared the debris. Right, right. And they were parked next to this other car. And the guy who was in the car next to them like started chatting with him. He was like a really friendly bloke. He just looked very memorable. And he talked about the town that they were going to. And he's like, oh, you should go here. My mom works at this service station, blah, blah, blah. Just telling him about the place they were about to go to. But another weird thing about that is that he remembers looking at the scene. And all of the ambulance and police officers and everyone, they were just standing there. They weren't doing anything. They were just kind of limp. Right. So in this experience, they were just doing nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And him and his mum both found this weird. Okay. The story doesn't end there, though. Yeah. Um, the lighting was different. Again. Yeah, yeah. Like like the, the Shelley light. example. Yep. Yeah. So there was something weird about the light on those objects. So he doesn't actually remember moving forward. Like he doesn't remember the end of that. Right. He just knows that both him and his mother experienced that they're suddenly driving again. Wait, what? Yeah. So they're just suddenly driving again. They can't actually fill in that, that space between like everything being cleared and yeah. then being told that they can go. So if you you ask them to remember, like they don't recall it or like... They don't recall it. Okay. And so what happened is that they came back the next day, like they told, um, because his uncle works for the local council. Yeah. And he hadn't heard of any crash and they were there for a week and he's like, I haven't heard of anything. Nothing. Nothing. (laughs) Okay. That's getting creepy now. Right. So, (laughs) so they were like, that's strange. They went back to where like the crash happened. Yeah. And they looked on the side of the road. There's no debris, no little bits of glass. There's no, there's no scratches on the concrete. They were there for, for a week and towards the end of the week or something like that, they went and drove to this the petrol station where this guy had recommended go down there you know you find some cool stuff my mum works at the service station mm-hmm. anyway they speak to a lady that works at the service station and they kind of mentioned that they've seen this crash and it's like oh yeah we we spoke to this really nice guy he said that his mum works here yep, yep and she was she was sort of fell silent and then they said oh yeah he was in his cricket whites and he had this white curly hair mm-hmm. and she broke down crying because years before her son had died in a oh. car crash and they buried him in his cricket whites yeah and it matched perfectly so we thought about it it's it's almost like he entered a time bubble right mm-hmm. and the guy who was in the crash also entered a different sort of time bubble where he was like witnessing his own his own death yeah 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 oh man so like the only reason why i kind of i get frustrated is because most people have had this type of experience. And you're right, it doesn't happen to people who are skeptical for some reason. Yeah. If yeah. people who are just on the fence or they just don't really care, for some reason it happens to those people. It might also be the other way around because it hasn't happened to skeptical people, right? So, so a person might not necessarily be skeptical yet, but because it hasn't ever happened to them... They have no reason to believe in these things. Why Why would you believe in something that you don't see? And and likewise, the people who do see these things, why would you believe in anything but? It just makes sense to, okay. to believe in the I'll things give you another that, example. that they see, you know? I'll give you another example. Mm-hmm. Um, 
there is this, uh, he's a doctor. He used to be an emergency doctor. Now he works at trying to get government officials to basically admit that the government has been working with aliens. Right, right. And he succeeded. This guy, Dr. Stephen Greer. Mm-hmm. What he does now is that he specializes in types of meditation that will make UFO orbs appear. And it requires that you have to put yourself into a very childlike state. This is something that is like, it's not a thing that is uh, f- like faked. It's pretty mm-hmm. clearly like I saw the footage um, on his website and it's just like he sets up all these different cameras, all these different people, and you can hear him talking through all of them. And they, these orbs appear, they dance around and they, they disappear. And I was showing my brother Martin how he's not here at the moment, mm-hmm. but I, sh- I was showing him uh, like this other footage of this guy who puts himself into this, this trance-like state and he can make orbs appear. Right, right. And um, you'll see that on, the, on my Facebook page for Fear of the Unknown. Oh, awesome. Yeah. I look forward to seeing it. And it's just like, um, it seems to me that you have to be in that type of state if you are ever going to see yeah. this. Because there are times where I've, I was extremely... Like, I did not believe in ghosts at all back mm-hmm. when I was in high school. And my friend and I, we made a fake ghost video. But it required us going into this, like, horrible, dilapidated, haunted-looking place. <laughs> awesome. That and sounds so, like fun. <laughs> and so, like, and this is just after the Blair Witch Project came out. Yes. So, yeah. I didn't see anything, and I didn't expect to see anything. I felt totally fine, and I was fine. And the same with UFOs. Like, it takes a type of person to see a UFO. That's the thing. Yeah. And it's not yeah. necessarily... I. The theory of it being that... What's going on outside? The theory that it's a type of mental illness or something like that. Oh yeah, for sure. That that I don't think it's. I don't think it's like necessarily like. I, I wouldn't um, cheapen it down to a mental. What I'm basically illness trying to present like is that. a different theory. Yeah, yeah. I I do think that um, everything that we're saying actually kind of lines up. The fact that you have to be in kind of a state already susceptible to believing in order to mm. to see or hear the things you need to hear that yeah. that you know are supernatural then yeah a hundred percent i do i do agree with that um which it's kind of unfair though because i want to see stuff like this but i can <laughs> but i can't because i don't think that i'm the right type of person yeah yeah and i'm i'm definitely not that and that's that's probably reinforced why i am so skeptical about yeah. these things for sure for sure um I, I do believe that science doesn't have all the answers. Like, I can't for certain say that ghosts and spirits and any, any like, yeah. name or any of the many supernatural things. I can't say that they don't exist but what for if, certain. But what if there's a grand unifying theory where they're all the same thing? Where they're all the same thing? Yeah, I, I've... Oh, yeah, there's there's a lot of theories like that. And they all um, seem... They all seem so convincing because at the end of the day, uh, if you can tie all the little experiences people have into one thing it it has this kind of like uh this kind of congregating effect where it's like oh person a had experience which is kind of like person b's experience which is kind of like person c's experience Mm. and if you keep going down that train all the experiences seem to line up but when you look at person a compared to like person z the experience is a bit like chinese whispers as it goes around the whisper changes so much where it's like oh well it's kind of the same thing but how how similar is it really i guess you could say that it's like with um you know sleep paralysis yeah yeah where people see things yeah over time 
people have seen it. But every now and then, I remember then, actually you'll get, a, you'll get a sleep paralysis experience yeah. that's just like so different to all the others. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I remember actually when we were working on the sleep paralysis project at SAE um, for the virtual reality headset. I remember that you were telling me what sleep paralysis was like, and honestly that was the first time i'd actually heard of sleep paralysis when we were working on that project because i've never had sleep paralysis before and so then when we went and watched all those documentaries on sleep paralysis i was like oh my gosh like this is actually real and this actually happens and and people can't move and they see horrifying things and things are actually like sitting on top of them yeah uh, very creepy stuff i'm kind of glad i don't get sleep paralysis yeah yeah it's crazy but look, this is just part one of two, okay? Because yes. we, we've had to rush this. Yes, that's true. So, can I pose a challenge Ooh. to you? Okay. Let's go with a challenge. I like challenges. Okay. I'm going to give you a couple things to look at. Yeah. That are not, not that I want you to debunk, but that, okay. that we can just discuss. Okay. Yeah. Things that possibly have been outside the sphere of your knowledge or maybe of, yeah. your, of your type of... Because um, you're someone that does a lot of research. You read a lot. You, you have a, a, an understanding of of the world around you. I like to think so. Yeah. yeah. No, no, you, I, I know you do. You're like, you're, you're like a really reasonable, um, smart person. Okay. So, yeah. So what I want you to do next time is that I've, I've got a couple cool things that I want to show you. Okay. And when we get back, I want to talk about it. Yeah. I'm going to choose my favorite things from like aliens. Okay. Cryptozoology. Awesome. Um, ghost. Just like the most sort of, and I have to, I have to try and figure out what I think is going on and what, the most logical explanation is. It doesn't even have to be that. Yeah. Just just okay. be true to yourself. Okay. I'll just be true to myself. Yeah. If I can't explain it, I'll just be like, oh, I have no idea. I cannot At, at the very least, it'd be fun, something fun to listen to. This is true. This yeah. is very true. It'd so, very like, um, yeah. Sorry, I didn't hit record the first time. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. But um, anyway. I'll also find some kind of, I wouldn't say counter examples, but some examples of where... Sure. The supernatural has been explained eventually by science. It's taken a long time. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, we can talk about it just now very quickly, actually. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, So, in 1862, during the Civil War, it was the Battle of Shiloh. The wounded soldiers that would come back, right? Because medicine wasn't very good back then. They were liable to getting infections. And, of course, as we know, when you get a bad infection, you can actually die from it, right? So, a lot of the injured soldiers weren't surviving the war, even with the medical treatment they were receiving, right? Until one night, which they refer to as Angel's Glow. On this particular night... I've heard of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The soldiers coming back, some of them would be glowing blue, right? Mm -hmm. And the ones that glowed blue had a much higher chance of surviving, basically, and eating off infection. Whereas the ones that didn't glow tended to die. Now, in 1862, when the United States of America was much more religious, they had no explanation for it. So, they they just called it angel's glow. You were blessed by an angel, which is why you glowed blue and why you survived. And they just had no way to explain it. However, many years later, in fact, 139 years exactly, in 2001, a bunch of scientists and historians grouped up together to try and figure out what was going on. And eventually, from all the records that they had, because there were lots of written records, obviously at the time it was a very exciting thing. It's like, oh my gosh, my friend's growing blue, glowing blue, and now he's surviving. Like, yeah, yeah. And, and for, based on everything, you would understand. That's like, oh, it's yeah, it's angelic. Have, it's some type of. You'd have no idea exactly. You, you like, yeah. what else could you believe for angels, right? 
So they went through all the written records and everything, and they were eventually able to narrow it down to one type of bacterium. And I think it's called P. luminens or something like that. Mm-hmm. So it's something like a bioluminescent like sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. It has like some kind of bioluminescence to it. Mm. And this bacteria actually inhibits uh, viruses and infections that can enter wounds. It's basically like, you can think of it like a competitive thing. If this thing is thriving, then it means that infections aren't thriving. And of course, because it's a blue bacterium, that gave the kind of blue glow that people had. Right. And so that was actually what was beating infection. So I think that for all of these kind of ghostly experiences, I think that eventually science will have some kind of explanation. But right now, I don't think we do. And especially for a lot of the examples you've given me, I don't have an explanation. And I don't think science does either. But yet. Uh, yet. Exactly. Saying, yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yet. And if for some reason it can never be explained by science, then I have no idea what's going on. But yeah. but my my assumption I'm making is that like the example that was solved 139 years later with the Civil War, mm. there will be a lot of these experiences will have some kind of explanation for it. And it won't necessarily disprove like ghosts and mm. the supernatural and the ooh kind of things, yeah. right? Maybe it will give some kind of logical reason as to why people have these experiences. And maybe it might even give rise to the idea that like spirits can exist you know we we don't know yet it might also completely debunk it but at the end of the day it'll be really interesting and unfortunately i don't think we will be alive (laughs) to when we eventually discover these things which is actually i say unfortunately but that's that's kind of cool like we'll never know so we get the chance to believe in these things yeah, yeah, but I mean, I've had the chance to believe as a believer, and I found yeah, that, yeah. I found that certain things, the made-up stuff, the stuff that are human constructs, mm-hmm. I find them extremely frustrating. I can't live with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I find that's the, that's the thing the most that um, annoys me the most. It's like obviously you're trying to achieve a goal here, and it's like you're trying to train a runner, but you're getting them to wear these flags yeah. <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> you know, and, but it's slowing them down, even if it makes them, you know look better look cool look, yeah look and then and then everyone's got this belief that like oh you look cool you must be running faster oh the flags are red red goes faster yeah red. yeah, 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 yeah. lots of lots of that sort of stuff yes yeah you that's know. true yeah so yeah man we'll call it at that but thanks so much for coming awesome and uh, i'm gonna drag you back soon ah so this is part one yeah this is just part one. Oh, excellent <laughs> i'm looking forward to part two that'll be exciting and um yeah you're gonna denounce all your science <laughs> by part two <laughs> I mean, you're a believer. You're gonna I mean, start your own cult. That'd be interesting. Uh, like, change is interesting, you know. So yeah. why not? <laughs> Look, so much of what is the divide between science and, like, let's say, pseudoscience, it's all semantics. Yeah, I, I do agree that there are some examples where things have been like heavily debunked by science and so a recent example is like the anti-vax kind of movement yeah um that's one that sort of a that's, lot not of, a, that's not even science that's, it's not but the people a, the hysteria. people who believe in that yeah. sort of argue it from a scientific quote-unquote no, no, perspective no. you know hysteria. and and that's Same kind of annoying with flat earth when people refuse to sort of like yeah, speak on yeah. your terms and that's another good example where people yeah. sort of talk about it from a scientific perspective yeah. to make their point sound stronger when yeah, yeah when it's really but they're, they're speaking like this type of fake science but to other people 
Yes. But who are not scientific. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's it's like, let's say you've never heard of Chinese people before. <laughs> and me just saying, oh, making up whatever I want. As long as it sounds kind of like, like the, <laughs> people are going to believe it. Uh, you know? Yeah, true. Which yeah, is historically what's actually happened as well. Yeah. I mean, that's why, you know, unicorns are actually rhinoceroses and mermaids are actually dugongs or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But uh, let's make the next one a good one. This is a great starting point because I've wanted to speak about a few things. Excellent. I look forward in, to In particular. Yeah, I look forward to those examples on part two. Yeah, cool. <laughs> All right, thanks everyone for listening. And uh, thanks again, Jay. And next time I will definitely press record this one. <laughs> Bye. You've been listening to the Fear of the Unknown podcast. Be sure to follow us on social media with all links in the description.